All right, so we got a quick little discussion uh, we're about to bring to you. Um, it's me and Jamal. We're tag teaming this really quick. Um, so about uh, maybe an hour ago, I don't really know how long the stream was, but maybe about an hour ago, officially from the All Elite, uh, excuse me, being the Elite uh, official YouTube page, uh, came the live stream from the pep rally for All Elite Wrestling, where this prep rally was really going to solidify um, – a lot of the direction of what they're what they're planning to do and um um maybe answer some rumors that's been swirling around um and it, and it did it answered a lot but uh before we get into it jamal how you doing right now uh there's there, there's actually a lot going on tonight but um yeah man i'm, I'm like right now low-key booking tickets to jacksonville uh we'll get all go over why <laughs> so yes um anybody who has been under a rock uh yeah the um all Elite Wrestling has was officially announced come uh, the beginning of the year. The Young Bucks, Cody, Hangman Page all became free agents. Um, they with the partnership of some billionaires, the Khan family, who are also some billionaires. Well, two billionaires of the Khan family, who has um, um, who are the owners of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, they started a new promotion, All Elite Wrestling. Uh, fast forward to today, January 8th, um, they had their official pep rally for it um, at the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, Stadium outside of it today. Free event for all fans to attend where they plan to where they had planned to um, announce a lot of um, uh, a lot of, like I said, direction and stuff that they move forward to. Um, it did come live streaming on YouTube about an hour ago. The stream lasts for about um, an hour consecutively. It was two streams. One kind of <laughs> messed up. But uh so yeah, well, they, there was there was like a, a little pre-show, uh, ten-minute-long pre-show, and then you know they cut that, and then they went right into yeah. uh, the live stream of the rally. And I mean, so so what do you want to do? You want to go over the entire thing, uh, let's just, or let's, do you want to just go over the highlights? Yeah, let's 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 talk about the news that came out today. First of all, um, what, what, what really stuck out for you? What, what, how did this? How did this pet rally? What did what did it do for you? Pyro. There was so much pyro. There was a lot of pyro. There was a lot of pyro for no goddamn reason. <laughs> and I thank them for it. <laughs> That's probably the biggest thing for me is, is, is like, there's a lot of talk, uh, and we'll go over the specifics in a second. But from the moment that it opened to the moment that it ended, it, the way that they told the stories, it kind of made you wonder, like, are we going to see a wrestling angle developed? Uh, you know, what, how will they go about you know, telling stories on, on the show? Uh, you know, what will their new show be? Will they announce a date for, all, uh, for a double or nothing? Um, will they announce any wrestlers? Will they tell us anything? And yes, they did. There are, I do still have some other questions that they definitely did not talk about. But uh, I think Oak started it off with, with Pyro was... Honestly, it was quite refreshing. And I know that we've talked in the past where Pyro doesn't make the show, but it, but it does. It definitely adds an element to it that if you don't have it, you don't know that you miss it. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, that that definitely stayed out for me. Um, it also felt like uh, a lot of this wasn't so scripted to me when it came down to the announcements. I mean, you know, they had a a, a, a goal or mission, but um, they wasn't reading for no script, as you can tell. As you can tell, sort of say how um, some of the delivery of the things they said. But um, regardless but of that, I, let's talk I, about I do things. think for a live for a live stream that was live stream on YouTube, and they had like fifty thousand concurrent visitors. Mm-hmm. Uh, people watching it, you know, uh, ourselves included, it went off as well as live TV should go. Yeah, yeah, they did a good job. Good, good. It, they had the over camera drone view. They, they, they. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, they, they cool. had a. It was like a multi cam setup in this parking lot outside of, uh, whatever the hell the name of the stadium is in Jacksonville now. Um, but yeah, they so they did that. They they had you know they had a lot of pyro. They had the Jaguars cheerleaders. They had the Jaguars uh, mascot out there. Um, I was kind of thinking like, well, will we get a Maurice Jones Drew sighting? Uh, <laughs> you know, since they were completely invested in the in the Jaguars and their lore. Um, well, you know, is Mark Brunel, you know, teaming up with Stephen Amell for a thing? Who knows what could happen? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they definitely left everybody very optimistic. We just don't know. You don't know what could happen. They very much based this. This is a promotion for the fans. And um, we're going to see where it goes for in the future. But uh, let's talk about some of the announcements that came out of it. First off, right. one of the one of the things that came out is that Billy Gunn will be the first backstage producer for them. Yeah, um, I, I tweeted it out that it I, I ironically that puts Billy Gunn versus Road Dog for backstage producer uh, roles, where you have uh, Road Dog is the backstage producer for WWE. So okay, let 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 let, let let's just let like for me for me, this is what I don't want to do. Because if you remember, if you were reading any of the chat during the live stream, uh, it was whenever something happened, it was, oh, my God, WWE is dead or <laughs> we've canceled WWE you know, or I've canceled my subscription to the network or hashtag fire road dog. Uh, <laughs> stop. Yeah. Let's just not do that. Yeah, there's there's room at the table for everything. Yeah. And for if sure. you like WWE, then please go support it. If you like, you know, if you're intrigued by all of the wrestling then please go support if you yeah. and your local indie. There's enough wrestling for everyone around the world. Yeah. So this is not a threat to WWE. No, not at all. This I'm not is saying not, that. I'm not, and I'm not saying that by any means. If anybody's getting that pressure, all I'm saying is that you do have um, a tag team of people that traveled the world together um, as friends. They pretty much know each other in, day in and day out. Um, it's it's very cool to see um, the two of them um, in producer roles. First of all. But uh, to be competitors in that role, or, or maybe picking off of each other, or they, they, you know, I, I, I can imagine they still pass each other. Um, they will still pass each other ideas and suggestions. Well, it's what, a small circle. I yeah. mean, and just like with any skilled business, uh, you know who your competition is. Mm-hmm. If you're a lawyer, you know what the guys across the street are doing, and you know that you're either concerned or not concerned. Yeah. You know, you know, if you're a banker, you know what the other bank across town is doing. Mm-hmm. And if you're a wrestler, you know who the other wrestlers are and what they do. Also, there's mm-hmm. you know, it, that's just is the nature of the business. Mm-hmm. But that said, I think if you look at Billy Gunn as his career, you know, he's definitely wrestled for a hell of a long time. He was just he, at MCW New Year's uh, right? Eve. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, he, and he's still doing it. Obviously, you know, people may know him most from WWE, but he's definitely done some work in TNA. That that's certainly memorable. So it's not like they didn't they 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 didn't they didn't just hire you know Dave Meltzer as their producer of the show. You know they they actually got a guy with some with some chops and they're building it with you know a person who's you know been there and 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 done it. You know there's not too many people that can say that they were at the top when they were at the top that yeah. in, in a Billy Gunn kind of a way. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, that's your first news with that. Um, uh, and then you did have who was narrating, um, who was narrating, or should I say narrating or the, the host? Um, the, the, the host. They, the they host. host the show. Yeah, uh, Conrad and um, Alex, uh, what's his name? Marvez um, uh, were the two um, hosts for it. They, they, they of, were MCs of the, uh, of the rally. Yeah, yeah. Made sure people were hyped, um, introduced people and so forth. Uh, then next came out Cody Rose, who is the AEW executive vice president. One of the three executives. One of the three, correct, correct. Um, where then he, you know, he gave his he gave his um, mission statement, sort of say. Well, well, um, the first was, and I, and I must have missed something. Uh, wasn't uh, SCU first? Um, I don't know. Yeah, was I think. It, well, SC, I thought SCU opened the show. Oh, true. Okay, yeah. So SCU did. They did come out. They yeah. officially announced that um, their contracts did end uh, come uh, New Year's. I need and, that shirt. And they wanted to figure out what was going to be best for them. And they figured this was going to be best for their career. They did move forward with announcing that they officially signed with All Elite Wrestling. They did um, They did uh, debut new shirts. Um, they gave I need it that shirt. People at the crowd. Jacksonville Jaguars uh, themed. Um, those are all going to be at um, at um, at a, a pro wrestling tease, which is interesting. The fact of like they're doing all this, you know, you know, going out on the limb doing their own. So I'm surprised they haven't just become their own distributor of t-shirts. But um, they're still using um, pro wrestling tees where you can get all the new merch for all Elite wrestling and all of the people that sign um, as we'll talk about in the future. Um, so yeah, Cody came out. Like I said, he gave his mission statement, basically stating how this was going to be a promotion for the fans. Um, and he also said something very key as well too about the contracts, how they were going to be done, where they were going to make sure that everyone was paid equally and fair. Um, and and he he envisions that with fair pay makes happy workers. Uh, where he understands basically the logistics of what independent wrestling and how much they make and what it takes for them to be able to um, get to shows and stuff like that. So, you know, this it's good news and it's refreshing, especially for the people that we know that does this day in and day out, um, you know, uh, working well, and hitting the road and so forth. Um, so Cody, you, Cody did say a lot without really saying anything at all. Obviously, didn't go into the into the specifics of what a contract entails, mm-hmm. uh, but he did say that pay was going to be a, a lot more fair. Now we don't know exactly what fair is mm-hmm. because if you are, um, if you are a bigger name, then does a bigger name get a, uh, a as much of a pay as a smaller name? Is it profit sharing for merch or revenue sharing, you know, all over? Like, we don't know exactly what that means. Yeah. So, like, that could be a bunch of different things. But, you know, to see that they actually brought up contracts, like, as a sticking point for wrestling is very interesting because nobody does that. Yeah. Yep. Well, nobody's done that before. Um, Netsy uh, did introduce the Young Bucks, uh, Nick and Mac, who are going to be the co-executives um, uh, alongside of him. Um, and they came out with breaking news as well that their that the um, inaugural event for All Elite Wrestling Double or Nothing will take place May twenty fifth live at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. Are you going? Um, that honestly depends on when the Jacksonville date is. 
Okay. Which, which I know that we haven't talked about that, but they, they did spill the beans on a second show uh, to come so at some point this year. They didn't say when, mm-hmm. at, in any capacity, when it would be, but it would be in Jacksonville, and a large portion of that uh, show, the gate of that show, would go towards um, the gun violence, uh, some, some charity that supports uh, gun violence victims and survivors. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Jacksonville had a, a tournament that was disrupted by uh, somebody shooting up the thing. And it was just a horrible scene in Jacksonville, like a Madden tournament last year. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, good on them for for doing that and, you know, helping that situation out in a big, big way. But uh, that's definitely something that I would want to support. Obviously, logistically, I would need to know where the hell it is. Because if it's yeah. out, like, at Hogan's house, you know, off the coast some damn where, then that'd be a lot less interesting than you know, going to a spot in Valley was, in the city. I was a little bit... I was a little bit on the edge wondering where they're going to say it was going to be at the arena, at the football stadium. Oh, God, no. But they do have an arena. It's across the street from the football stadium. Yeah. Well, um, I was thinking the football stadium, but yeah, across the... Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. They have, they, um, the, the arena in Jacksonville isn't, like, super huge, but um, they they can definitely get 15000 in there. Yeah. Um, But yeah, well, it'll, be at, it'll be at the MGM Grand Las Vegas, May 25th. That's pretty cool. It's right off the strip. That's a prime location. Um, It's a historic arena. Um, that should be good. And in, in May, we're talking about May in Vegas. We're talking about Memorial Day weekend in Vegas. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So that could be very, very interesting. Um, just moving forward, uh, Brandy Rose did come out. Um, and she, I forget her role. She is the what? Uh, she's the chief branding officer. Yeah. Chief Brandy officer, as she oh, well, said, they called her on, on Twitter, um, where she announced that. Um, the most asked about question to her was, will there be a women's division? And she confirmed that it will. And she also confirmed from um, from after the takes of um, All In, where there was a four-way scramble match that um, they were lucky to be able to sign one of the competitors in that match with it being Miss uh, Britt, or should I say Dr. Britt Baker. Um, she's officially assigned as the first athlete um, for the first woman female athlete for all elite wrestling. Um, and uh, she's from her announcement from it, I'm, I, I feel like there's a really big saving grace for her because she emphasized a lot on education. So we know she wants to still practice. Um, she's she's a um, what's the correct term for her? Uh, well, she's a doctor of dentistry. So yeah, doctor, thank you. Thank you. Right. So she'll knock out your teeth and then put them back in. Exactly. And I and I think this is a good thing for her because this probably puts her in a position to still practice during the day and uh, wrestle during the night. And that's 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 well, that's that's another thing talking about contracts that that we don't know. We don't know how many shows they're going to run. They've announced definitely one and then uh, then tentatively uh, a second show this year. And we're in January. So we don't we there there was no talk about, you know, what the contract entails because wait, 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 let's, let's talk about the news. Then we can talk about the things we don't know. Cause it, I mean, no, I know, mean, the only thing I'm saying is that, is that, you know, they, they mentioned briefly contracts, but we don't know exactly what that means. Yeah. Let's, and then, so let's, they, they did it when well, they did a lot. They said something that could mean everything in hindsight. It will, but it means nothing right now. So yeah. that's a very good job of doing that. Um, and then um, they, you know, at, at this point of the show, they they kind of make this seem like they was getting ready to sign off, and then more and more surprises came about. The next being that uh, uh, MJF came out. Um, he's he's 
golden on Mike. Um, and yeah, um, I mean, he's he's like he's reminds me of like a young Bischoff, honestly, on the other mic. <laughs> um, he officially announced that he is uh he's officially signed with All Elite Wrestling. Um, next came out Joey Janela and Penelope Ford. Them and the two of them both officially announced that they were uh signed with All. Well, they, they interrupted MJF and yeah. um and you know Joey Janela announced that he was also. Key, key, uh, all in as well. Key things about these segments is it look like this is sort of say booking for for this first event. Um, you see a lot of uh, you, you, I wouldn't go the, that far, but I like the way they seg segue into each a uh, transition into each thing. Fair. It wasn't just like okay, this is over, and yeah. now let's let's get a dance from the uh, from the Jacksonville Dan Jaguars uh, cheerleading squad. Yeah. No, it was like this led into this and led into this and led into this, mm -hmm. and it was you know if, if they book the show similarly, then hey, you know I'm down. Yeah. Um, what was next? Uh what came after that? Uh Jericho. No, it was uh no, no, no. it was it was um, uh Adam Page. Adam Page. Adam Page came out. We uh we you know with a lot of confidence that we knew Adam Page was uh officially gonna be signed to this. Um right. he came out, he came out in the announcement and said he will be the first all elite wrestling heavyweight champion. Um, interesting. He brought up belt, so that's a, a key thing to bring up there. But he was interrupted by which may be it was speculated earlier today, but still maybe one of the biggest surprises of the day is that um, Pac, formerly known as Neville, came out, and not only did he just come out to face off against, he came in his gear, huh? Yeah, he in his, his gear. gear. You're right about that. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> but he, but he had his championship too, as he is the um, Dragon Gate heavyweight. Champion, yeah. Um, he brought his belt with him, and he says he already knows what it feels like to be a champ. Um, and it appears that there's some story to be there too. And he is equally interested in being an all elite uh, heavyweight champion. So, one thing I like to think about this moment is that when we talk about exclusive contracts, that typically means you only work for that promotion. Considering that Pac is a champion of another promotion, he brought that belt out. We again to the point of what we don't know. Exclusive, uh, th there may be a lot of wiggle room in that word. Exclusive, you know what I mean. May have to report for shows, but may still be able to work other promotions and so forth. Oh, and I forgot something very big about what the Young Bucks came out about a pro um, future promotion, uh, a partner promotion. They're gonna work with. We'll go over it in one second. Yeah. Um, and then um, so they squared off. Got a huge Got a, got a huge pop too to see um. To see pop come out, <laughs> pun intended, and um, and it looks like that may be one of the matches going into May. So the next thing, or the last thing, closing out the show was, and then again, they officially signed off on this as if this was going to be the end of the show. And then next thing you know, Chris Jericho made his appearance. Chris Jericho came out, said that this was not about money. He already has money, but. He's but did you notice that he came out to his song though? I, th I, and you know what was funny? The stream, the song was like phasing in and out. So I thought it was his, and then I was like, "Is it?" And um, eventually, when he eventually came out, I was like, "Oh, that is Jericho's song, and it is Jericho." And, and they so, played it for a long time too. Yeah, I mean, he had a good like you know ninety second, two minute long uh, pause before he actually made his way up to the stage. So yeah, um, so I mean, good, good on him for the promotion. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's interesting because there has been a lot of buzz about him, um, maybe appearing at uh, at all in, but 
I guess the conversations and or the bigger scheme of the plan was still there. So um they got Jericho who was part of that, and then they also got Pac who was part of that conversation as well, too. So very interesting how that worked out. Um so that pretty much ended the show. Like I said, the stream was about an hour. You can definitely check it out on their Twitter and all of their social media. Um, a few things, like I said, I forgot um, to bring up was that they, and I need to look this up because I'm not familiar. Um, where is it at? Okay, yes. So um, obviously the Yumbas came out and said that they were going to um, include um, a partnership with um, a Chinese promotion, OWE, and that they were going to use, um, and it was going to bring in a group called the Good Hearts. And he said, you know, we may not have heard of these guys, but he ensures that they're going to be very impressive and they've done spots like he's never seen before. And that, I mean, coming from the Young Bucks, I mean, that's that's a huge thing. Um, you, uh, you take it for what it's worth, but um, it's interesting to see that they did decide to go with a Chinese promotion in OWE, and so Pop came out working with Dragon Gate. Do uh, you think there may be a relationship there, or you think what, what, what's your thoughts on that? Possibly. Um. Well, number one, I, I I am completely ignorant of wrestling promotions in China. Yeah, me too. So I know that was a, a market that WWE has been trying their damnedest to uh, to get to infiltrate. So, but who knew? And with that said, obviously the the Young Bucks that probably may be like the like low key the most interesting thing that they mentioned throughout the entire gate. Yeah, sure, there were a lot of surprises, but it's the fact that they are like actually looking up individuals from around the world, and they're picking. They're not just picking people. They're picking their people, the, the connections and stuff that, that fits their program. So it's not a matter of who's the hottest free agent. It's who's the best fit for all of the wrestling. Yeah. And it, I, you know, I don't know these guys, and I'm definitely going to have to do some homework on them in the, in the you know, very soon. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be very interesting to see what, what they bring to the table and who else they're looking at. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, we, we don't have anything to go on as far as like, Getting the ground running on storylines or how the um, hey, or how hey. the promotion is going to go. Hey, there, Will. What's up? What's up? <laughs> How's it going, man? Uh, we don't know anything about how the story is going to go as far as you know storylines or, or your progression or what role being the elite will play going forward. But what we do know is that they are actually going and scouting talent from all corners of the earth to bring them to wherever all elite wrestling will be, and I think that's interesting because it's just so much that we don't know about how big the wrestling world is yeah true because i mean like i stated this earlier um when you have nxt and triple h doing global uh global scouting and you know we're they're they're pulling in people uh for trials from all over and when they pull these people and these people are getting you know profiles put to their name so you get a sort of a background of you know where they're from and where they work i have never heard of owe at all um so when you're talking about legit scouting, like doing the doing the hard work, doing doing the groundwork, trying to find talent, and you know they're finding a group of people that they have a, a big confidence in, and giving and and they promise to give them a showcase here in America. I mean, that's a that's a huge thing. Like I I think that might be the biggest news that no one really cheered about there because again, the fans were not familiar with it. Right. The ramifications of it is huge because you know we're, again, like you said, they're not they're going to focus on what what fits their mode, 
not just who's the biggest name. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, uh, that's that seems to be the way it is. Uh, Will, uh, did you catch any of the all elite pep rally down in Jacksonville today? I caught the whole thing. I managed to sneak it in here and there on my phone as I was getting stuff done and <laughs> getting stuff out of the way after work. And yeah, it was it was interesting. It was a combo of I think they had that tricky balance of the expectations from so many people were so high for this, mm-hmm. and then there's. I think a lot, a lot of people also that were much more realistic about. Okay, it's like what exactly can they manage to to pull off with this? They did have some legit surprises in there, but I mean, I ended up watching it on a the the, the feed that was on Twitter. So I guess through Periscope that would be because mm-hmm. the YouTube went down. It was yeah. up for the pre-show and then that crashed. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm watching the Twitter stream of it, you know, as the comments popping up down below during the entire thing and it was definitely quite the mishmash of like responses as it went on it definitely seemed like it got off to a rough start with um socal uncensored being the first uh faces out there because i think a lot of people were expecting something bigger to be the kickoff and they were kind of alluding earlier today at least i saw something earlier talking about that some big names should kick things off and then uh that didn't end up happening like that mm-hmm yeah, that's that's how I was feeling too. I feel like um at time I was feel like, all right, man, you know, this is happening cool. And um, you know, they the fans, the hardcore fans are there, they're giving the, the pop and the buzz they need uh for it. But um I feel like at, I, maybe they felt like it too. That maybe that's why they decide to sort of say double up with their announcements and say, All right, we're gonna come back with more. We're gonna give you guys more. Cause um it did again, it sincerely felt like at times they were just done. And that's all they had. But then it was like, wait, we got more. And I understand that, you know, Jericho and uh, Pac was going to be their their big, you know, moments. But, you know, they already announced the second show already. And, you know, that's something they could have left off for. But, you know, I, I, I felt like maybe because it did start to a slow start, maybe that's uh, um, was uh, part of the reason why we, we kept getting more stuff down the line. Um, so that's the announcements. That's a lot of the stuff that's came out. What are what what don't we know now? What else are we looking for? Who are some of the other names that we're looking out for? Obviously, there's no mention of Kenny Omega. Um, well, they can't until February. Exactly, yeah, he's under contract, and exactly. people expecting that today weren't being realistic about what the situation with him is. I think he's very much in play, and it definitely all signs seem to be pointing to him coming, especially the way being the elite ended this week. So they're definitely teasing that for all it's worth. But yeah, I mean, there was a lot of. I think part of it was like there was a lot of unrealistic expectations for what they could do today. It's like there's only so many free agents out there. There's only so many people that you could legally announce today. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's not like they were going to show up and be like, oh, no, we're leading a march to SmackDown tonight and we're going to bust Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn out of the <laughs> arena to join up with us. It's like it wasn't going to be like that, you know? Yeah. But, um, but yeah. I mean, that's, that's what the internet does, though. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no doubt about it. I mean, that was the whole thing with it being so close to where SmackDown's taping tonight. I think people started to get ideas in their head about there was going to be, you know, a WCW invasion style moment tied to this. And it's, I think they were very smart about, I don't think at any point was the initials WWE ever mentioned. I didn't notice it. I can think of. They definitely took some low key jabs. Nothing below the belt, but they took some mm-hmm. low-key jabs at you know at the rest of the wrestling world, right? Um, especially when it came down to the specifics of 
contracts and what's fair for wrestlers and mm -hmm. what's fair for um, the fans and how you can be any fan that you want and how the wrestlers and wins and losses mean something. That was another right. thing that slipped in there. That's kind of like, that's what I've been yelling about for the past three or four years that wins and losses mean something. I don't, we don't know what that means yet, but yeah, but that's very interesting, especially since we don't, what we don't know also is how many shows they're going to do. How long will it be between shows? Right. Uh, you know, will people, though they're assigned to exclusive contracts for what it's worth, will they still be able to work dates off of TV? Will there even be a TV deal? We right. don't know. You know, we don't. They announced the show. They did not announce whether it's on pay per view. Right. All, all it was that we just know there's going to be another big event in Vegas. We know that double or nothing. And then a event in Jacksonville. They said that will be their second show, but there were there was no specifics given about what the build to anything's going to be. Like right. you said, the thing about wins and losses, they said wins and losses are going to matter. Okay, that's great. But the, in all in all, that's a vague statement. You didn't say yeah. how they're going to matter. So there's lots of things being alluded to, they said but not stuff. a lot of concrete answers. They said stuff, and in hindsight, it'll make sense, but they didn't really say anything at all. Yeah. And I thought that was very, very, very well done that they had it and they did a thing and this is real and we're actually talking about it in a very real way i'm about to book my hotel before i leave um <laughs> for may 25th the 26th the memorial day weekend in, in vegas i need to get the jump on that now but the long and short of it is i don't want to miss out based on what all in was and it, and it was the same same deal it was labor day weekend ah yep. uh, getting to chicago is going to be a problem it's at the it's at some arena that's way the hell out there, halfway to Indiana. Yeah. I don't know what the show is going to be, and it was awesome. I will not miss this one. Yeah, this is a much better setup, being it's Vegas, way better setup. It's not out like in the suburbs of Chicago. I think that that was a great pick as far as like the city to do it in. No doubt. Um, and you don't have to worry about transportation. You don't have to worry about hotels. There's enough of all of that. I'm out very there concerned stuff. about hotels. It's a it's Memorial Day weekend. No, nah, it is. It's plenty. Vegas never ever ever ever. I need out of hotel. my hotel. <laughs> so. You can stay at the Golden Nugget or the Four I, Queens never. if you want. Never. You can go ahead, go ahead and stay at Circus Circus if you want. Never. But I need my I've never, hotel. I've never stayed anywhere outside of the Strip, and I've never stayed anywhere of any place that's in jeopardy of being rebranded within the next <laughs> few years. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, by the way, too, speaking of that, I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the Hilton actually just uh, just uh, bought a hotel right off the strip um, that used to be a division of either Planet Hollywood or a tower of Planet Hollywood or a tower of uh, I forget the the um, the, the Videra, one of the two. Well, well um, let me let me ask you this: since we are talking about Vegas, and since they will be coming up, uh, you know, five months from now. Uh, and it's some change. Sight unseen, knowing who we know that signed to All Elite Wrestling. Um, and if you and if you missed it earlier, uh, we got Joey Jadella, obviously the Bucks, Cody, uh, the Elite, um, MJF, uh, yeah, <clears throat> Maxwell Friedman, um, Penelope Ford, Britt Baker. No, we know that Pac, Jericho, we know that. Sight unseen. Do we book a ticket? Do do we book tickets for Vegas? Uh, yeah, I think so. It's low risk, and you you got confidence that the first show went good. Um, you're not in the middle of nowhere where there's nothing else to do. If if 
you know, whatever, forever, wet for, for whatever reason. Yep. Um, the resale is probably going to be crazy, if, even if it is bad. Um, and nonetheless, it's their inaugural show. And you know, if they're really going double or nothing, you know, it's kind of ironic too that this is where they're at in Vegas, considering the name is Double or Nothing. Um, <laughs> I that, think that's that's part of the point. Yeah, damn these puns. Yeah, <laughs> my, my thinking would absolutely be, regardless of anything else, it's still a weekend in Vegas. Yeah, so. Yep. I, I'm a, I w- I'm much more up and apt to uh, make that leap than I was for a suburb of Chicago. If yeah. nothing else, I'm, like, oh, I'm going to Vegas. Lord yeah. knows it'd be easier to talk the wife into it. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Trip to suburb well, of Chicago. Ew. It's like well, Vegas weekend? Well, easy. Easy. Well, let, me, let, me, let me ask you this then. Uh, does not announcing a TV deal, uh, is that something that should happen? Or is that something that they can get by without? For the first show, I think they can get by without it. They did it the first time, and there's enough buzz that uh, I don't think that's an issue now. And plus, you got to keep for this to hold people's interest. They're gonna need something down the road, and whether you announce it, say maybe at Double or Nothing, or if something works out that it comes up before, then who knows? But I mean, it, they they're trying to get this thing off the ground, so they're they're gonna need carrots to keep dangling and things to deliver on. And obviously, there's only so many guys out there they're going to have contracts coming up in the next you know year that are guys of you know true name value that are going to you know draw people's interests like a jericho or mm. a Pac. because i mean i was watching that stream i'm watching that stream you know janelle and mjf come out there and you know there's a ton of people that are just like who the heck are these guys you know right. and it's like they, and they were on all in and people still didn't recognize them so mm-hmm. it's like as far as like name people that are going to like pop attention you know they're only gonna have so many opportunities at that over the next year so I, the tv deal I'm, I'm fine with that hopefully forthcoming they don't need it i mean look a tv deal is important financially for them but it's not important for us as fans and or consumers because there's twitch which impact is going back to um and there's other little you know streaming things that you know or ideas that they could come up with the fact of the matter is how do they continue to grow and build the storylines um, going into May, um, all elite, uh, being the elite, um, is still very key, but could you imagine five months of these guys not being active in the ring? They're going to have to do something. Well, again, but I think that's where the term exclusive comes in and you alluded to it earlier where it's like, okay, this, these are, you know, exclusive contracts, but we don't know how exclusive are they only like, are they only wrestling for all elite wrestling? I mean, I, I don't buy it that they gave, um, you know, everybody involved, the, the entire roster, X number of dollars to work three shows a year. Yeah, no way. Not a chance. And, that, and, and, and then, you know, MJF goes, okay, cool. Yeah. I want to work three, three shows a year for the price of, what, 40 yeah. I mean, that that that's the WCW business model where they had so many darn people under contract that they had people that never even worked for them that were pulling down six figures. It's like if the, if they're dumb enough to do that, then this thing ain't gonna work. So yeah. no, I don't. There, there's got to be outside stuff involved. They're 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 not that. No, what 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 I do what I do think though, I do think that um, as far as contracts go and people getting paid, uh, alluding to Cody's uh, talk about fairness, I do think that revenue sharing could be uh, a thing that's key um if you artists do it uh when they book a, when they do appearances in clubs and stuff like that you know they'll share the bar they'll share the the front door and stuff like that i, I do think that that's something that it's not just a static here's your 50 bucks get out 
yeah. um, uh, the fact that women and men will be paid the same. Well, cool, but will they work the same matches? Um, you know, will there be intergender uh, you know, matches in in uh, all elite wrestling? That I think that there's a couple of things as far as like you know I think people can understand that hey this person's making more than me, but he's also a supervisor, so yeah he should. Yeah, but I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I I hope I hope people ain't going off the top thinking everyone's going to get paid the same the same rate no matter what. And when you say yeah. equal pay, equal pay is just basically. Uh, I, for I the think, level you're at, exactly. That's yeah. what I, that's what I think. And not make, not making the money Cody Rhodes is not and, a exactly. And then you have the Khan family who knows about what the equal pay in market is for players by position, by duties, by stock, all that other stuff. You can't possibly say that I think Heyman Page should get the pay the same amount as Joey Janela because when those two come out, I mean, I mean, you know, who how knows? I mean, excuse me. Who knows how they're categorizing it by age, by popularity, um, will wins and losses pay a factor into pay? Who, well, who I think really that, knows? Um, I, I think that would be interesting if it did. But I also think that um, a lot of that stuff is going to be based on merch. Yeah. And I think that, you know, the ability to recruit more of your merch instead of yeah, and having that outsourced to pro wrestling tees will help a lot of people. And the fact that, you know, people obviously know who Chris Jericho is. People were there to see the Young Bucks. People went, you know, MJF, though he did make the biggest impression for a person that's lesser known to the crowd, it gives you a sense that in Jacksonville, it was a very neutral crowd. Mm -hmm. Though they were there to see the Young Bucks, it wasn't like they popped hard for Penelope Ford. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't like they popped hard for MJF. Uh, there seemed, and the audio was kind of iffy on it, so I really couldn't get a sense of like what the crowd was actually really going hard for. But you know, Jericho got over huge, and that's you know obviously, yeah. and rightfully so. But I think when they do bring in um, a lot of these, a lot of indie guys that maybe, maybe we know, but that's because we talk about wrestling at least once a week together. You know, they're the casual. Even an indie fan that may only go to the local show and see the occasional Ring of Honor at four in the morning when it airs for the first time, they may not be as invested in some of the lesser-known indie guys. And I think that this obviously um, will help rise everybody's stock because Joey Janelle is hosting a WrestleMania show yeah. for the third straight year. Right. And I'm not saying that that's enough to get people on the on the radar, but Evolve doesn't go to Jacksonville. <laughs> Or, you know, like GCW doesn't go to Jacksonville and stuff. So it was very interesting to see the way the crowd reacted because I think that that's going to be more of the reaction from the moderate fan around the country. Yeah, I mean, I I forget which one of y'all said this, but I mean, the the whole idea of what happened with All In was like a wow. This is like never been done before. Now that this is happening again, you lose some of that type of spectacle evolved around it. Granted, Vegas is a hell of a decision and date that they want to do this on. But again, um, you, you do have to be very cautious about the fact of like some of these people. It's a lot of things you have to factor into. I mean, how much does the Bullet Club name alone play a factor into this? Yeah, that they are the workers and, you know, they got to do what's in the ring. But people love stables. Um, as far as I'm concerned. Well, they about, have a stable. The elite is a stable. I know. But I, I mean, but the name alone being, you know, what the Bullet Club was and the 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 gestures, the the hand, the two sweets, everything that it involved. I mean, 
that was a big thing. The, the chance and everything about it, that was big. Not that they lost steam from it, but at the same time, you look at the fans, some of the fans, there may be a divide in that. They're, you know, it, it's 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 a lot of different factors um as far as their allegiance with their fans. Um, and then again, yeah, when you took when you're talking about Jacksonville um being what seems to be the headquarters, you did get that prime audience of Jacksonville natives down there, the people that probably gonna go to SmackDown later tonight. Um, and the, and the people who are local to the area, and when you have these new names that they're not familiar with, you know, basing the show out of there, you know, what is what is that going to do for the crowd? What is that going to do for them? Um, it's 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 a it's a lot. It's an uphill battle for them for sure. This is not well, going to be easy at all. But I would agree with you if their first show was Thursday, but their first show is Memorial Day weekend. They have five months to build a story. And a show, and then announce whatever they need to uh, to announce down the road. They said just enough to keep us interested, and wanting more. And obviously, I hope that more people are going to be more in tune to being the elite um, this coming weekend, because we need to know what we need to know. <laughs> and I do hope that people will be a little bit more in tune and a little bit more willing to play the waiting game, and say that okay, it exists. It's very real. And the best, the very least you can do is book your hotel for Vegas. We don't have anything. We don't know about tickets yet or anything. So the very least you can do is do that. And right now, that is almost uh, done. I need to put in my Hilton ID. But, <laughs> but, but, the, but the real of it is, is that, you know, it, it's real and it's here. And I'm very excited for it. I do like the approach that they have and that they're starting small. And that they, you know, everybody came out with, the, well, generally people came out with new merch. That looks pretty interesting. They announced a couple dates and a couple of big signees. You, they have five months to go. I think they're, I think they're off to a good start. Yeah, we'll see. Um, we'll definitely see. I'll be interested to see how these next five months play out. Um, obviously, uh, being the elite, um, we'll still have to do a lot of the groundwork as far as keeping it invested until then. Um, tickets will go on sale at some point. I expect that news to be dropping probably sometime soon. I'm also probably expected to be selling out very much faster, but hey, the MGM Arena is much bigger, and I can, and I'm almost sure the price tag is going to be much more considering what that arena is. Um, so I don't think there's ever been anything cheap to be inside the MGM Arena. Um, well, so. I mean, I think the price there, so all the I think the price of that building's probably gone down a lot, considering that the T-Mobile Arena is 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 a thing now. I, I, that that could be for debate because it could be. Um, contractual you know what i mean as far as what promotion companies or boxing promotion companies ufc whoever can run in what building at the time and i'm pretty sure they're probably going saying they both deserve the same amount so but anyway yeah. still it's the, yeah. the, the but whole still prestige in, behind it you know incrementally though they have just taken baby steps forward yeah. um the mgm uh, arena and uh, is seventeen thousand uh, in change. That's a bit bigger than the Sears Center outside of Chicago. So yeah, you know th th they're doing something. And honestly, I, I kind of it it's a musty event now, especially since we don't know if it's going to be televised. It should be, but especially since we don't know. The only thing we do know is that if you want to be there, you need to be in Vegas Memorial Day weekend. So yep. <laughs> there you go. Be right, ready to well, buy them tickets when they drop. That's going to be the big thing. That's right. Good <laughs> yeah. luck. Um, hopefully, hopefully it's on one of those private servers and not Ticketmaster because 
T-Mobile Arena, if it was on that server, it's not bad. But uh, Ticketmaster is going to be a field day in there. But anyway, well, I got... mean, as long as they don't use whatever the Wells Fargo Center in Philly uses, I'm good. I know, right? <laughs> Y'all got anything else? Let's wrap this up. Nah, I think I think we nailed it. That's that's what we know now. The big yeah. thing is going to be to stay tuned. And I think at this point, the the news is going to come fast and furious. I don't know if we'll hear much anything more this month, but come the end of the month when uh Kenneth Omega's deal with New Japan ends, that's probably the next shoe to drop. Mm-hmm. So, few weeks out. Let's see what happens. That's right. I really, I really, really hope that uh, that to create a sense of urgency to be at the shows. Uh, television isn't like they don't they don't have a weekly episodic thing. Uh, you know, create the storylines versus for being the elite. Do the show once every two months. I really hope this time next year that's what the, that's what the formula is, because it's like Lucha Underground where they have to do some very specific things in order to make the show work outside of the ring. Uh, you know, all all elite wrestling could do very specific things but in real time and, and do it on YouTube and, and do it well. So it seems that they've biting a little bit of that Lucha Underground uh, television style and, and the way they set up their, their shows, and I hope they keep that up. So it's, it's a good start so far. Um, can't wait to book my ticket to Jacksonville. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Kushida is on his way to All Elite Wrestling. That's all I got. Anyway, um, yeah. So and not like NXT? A- mm. I was here in NXT. Is what mm. I was hearing this morning, at least. Yeah, he may be in Florida, time. but I don't think he's going to Jacksonville. <laughs> all right, well, that's all we got. This is just a quick update about things that um, came about from the Pat Riley for All Elite Wrestling. So um, stay tuned for future episodes and so forth. And um, obviously for more news that may drop uh, involving All Elite Wrestling, stay tuned.